Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and it has been a great week in sim racing, of all things. In real racing, not so much. More events were canceled, more Formula One events. The Indy 500 was moved to August 23rd, but there was some good news that came of that. It will be a double-headed weekend, July 4th. They are going to be running the Indy cars uh, at the road course for Indianapolis the same weekend as the Xfinity cars will be running the road course and the uh, the cup cars will be running the full oval. So at least there's some good news that comes out of this. Whereas uh, on the virtual world, there's been a lot of good news. Most notably, the topic of tonight's episode, Stafford's Virtual Race. So for those of you that didn't watch, didn't know, I was actually announcing that race. That's why we're going to be talking about it here. Because I have a good in-depth knowledge of everything that went on. Because I was right in the middle of the storm. So... This was a call on Monday that was made, essentially saying, hey, let's get something together. And this is 100% a true story. This was on Monday. I got a call from my boss at Stafford saying, let's get something going. Let's get something together and make this show happen. I was, I said I was all in. I said I want to help. You know, I want to broadcast it. I'm 100% there to make this happen. I was up in the booth alongside Bonsatufa. He is another announcer at the track. Does amazing work. If you are over on the Stafford Speedway YouTube channel, you've seen some of his work before, those videos that he puts up, second to none. I love his work. So he was up there in the booth alongside me. We had the most help ever offered to us from the Global Sim Racing channel. Sean did an amazing job. He was our director, and it was just amazing, the amount of work that went in on their end to make sure everything went right. So Tuesday, it was all planning. I wasn't really involved in that. Wednesday is when we started to put things together. On Tuesday, I was told, hey, it's going to be a fixed setup league. We need a setup. And I said, I can do that. No problem. I'll build you one. Because for those of you that don't know, I race the modifieds on iRacing a lot. The SK mods, the tour mods. I'm usually ranked like top 30 overall with how much I run them. I love those cars. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I can build you guys a setup. I ended up just taking one of my setups and adapting it to make sure that they had enough fuel to make it to the end. Wednesday was testing. Uh, it was a separate practice for the guys that got put up. Thursday was another practice, and Friday was the race. And I wish it was that simple. I wish everything came together that easy, but it did not. Tuesday, we had a production meeting to plan everything. It was three and a half hours long. We went through everything, every possible scenario that we were expecting to encounter, what they were expecting of us over at the Global Sim Racing channel, what they wanted to see in the product that they were producing and responsible for, and that was being broadcast for us. They helped us so much with everything. So if you are not subscribed, not one of the 10,000 people subscribed to their YouTube channel, go make sure you do it. They are honestly second to none in their broadcasting. They have super high standards, and they meet all of them. They know that they can put the best product out there purely by putting their heads down and working, and they do just that. It is amazing work. So huge, huge thank you to them first and foremost. So Tuesday, we spend all day, all afternoon, getting it all set up, planning it, running through the motion, and just figuring out, okay, does this make sense? Is this going to work? Is this a good idea? Once we got through that, Wednesday came. Wednesday, we began testing. I had my setup done by then that we were going to run in the race. Everything was pretty much done. We had the whole lobby set up. Everything was good, and we were pretty much ready to go. We felt that we were getting prepared for the race. All that was left was production elements, and that was going to be handled by GSRC, the Global Sim Racing Channel, GSRC. And they said they would handle it. Thursday comes around, and everything really got flipped on its head. 
to be 100% honest with you, um, there was a hot patch that went out. There were a lot of changes that were decided on. We wanted originally a 43-car field, and then we said, well, no, that's not really, you know, that's too many cars. That's really too many cars. So what we did was we increased the number of entries to 60, and the, the, the qualifying limit, essentially, was you had to have raced in 2019 or registered for 2020. If you did both those things, one of those things, you could race in this race. And then we decided that there would be heat races, and then uh, a Conti, and then we would go racing. Two heat races changed to three, one Conti changed to two. We went from ten allowed from each heat to seven. We were going to do ten, ten, ten from the Conti included. We decided, no, let's do seven, seven, seven. Uh, from the heat races, and then four from Conti 1, five from Conti 2, or vice versa, whichever iRacing decided to do, because that was something decided automatically. So we went in, we changed everything around, we made sure that everything looked good, made sense, and then Friday morning came, everything looked good, we had meetings, we all talked about it, everything was good. We had meetings with Paul, uh, Vonta and I had meetings with Paul, we had a meeting with Sean, the producer over at GSRC. Paul is the uh, chief Operating Officer of Stafford, COO, um, so he was making sure everything was running right. He handled the track side of stuff, I handled, or Sean handled the GSIC side of stuff, I sort of, like, merged the two, because I know Stafford, and I know iRacing, Sean knows iRacing, but not too much about Stafford, Paul knows a lot about Stafford, but not too much iRacing, I kind of, like, was there to bridge the gap, I guess, sort of, and so Friday came around. And the plan was for practice to open at 5 and be open for 2 hours and 5 minutes. And so 7.05 we would qualify, then Heat Race 1, Heat Race 2, Heat Race 3, Conti 1, Conti 2, 100 lap feature. That was the plan. That did not uh, end up happening. I got multiple texts and calls at about 5.10pm. And I was like, oh, this probably isn't good. And what had happened is that in the hotfix I mentioned earlier green-white checkers, what we found out was that green-white checkers in racing with heat races and consies really screwed things up. For some reason, something happened and something broke in that uh, setup. So we put up another session with green-white checkers and everything in there. What For some reason, our original session got deleted and it became just a two-hour practice. And we didn't know why. And it only allowed five people in, which we really don't understand. So we put up another practice and for some reason, the Conti's were only going to move one person to the final event, so to make that a 23-person race. Well, we weren't happy with that. That was not what we agreed on, and we knew that the drivers had high expectations of us, so we put up another session, we went through everything, and it still said that only two people were going to advance. At that point, we said, there's nothing else we can do. We've done everything we could. That's it. That's the end of it. For some reason, it still allowed us to advance the number, of, the correct number of people, which I don't know why, I don't know how, I really don't understand it, but it worked in the end, so we, there's a contact over at iRacing that, you know, we're going to get that all figured out, figure out what all is going on and why it happened, but we believe it was something to do with the green-white checkers uh, being all messed up, and that's what ultimately uh, caused everything else to really break. From there, though, the race actually went off without a hitch. There were a lot of cautions in it, but, you know, every, what was it, every gem starts off as a rough stone, something like that was told to us, so 
you know, we're sort of taking it with a grain of salt. We're moving on, and we're, we're going to try and make the best of it, learn from our mistakes, and go forward with it. Another great thing that happened, though, is how many people tuned in to watch and showed their support. 1,200 people tuned in. That number blows my mind. 1,200 people were sitting and watching at the same time. All at once were 1,200 people. We're sitting and watching that race. It was absolutely incredible. Blew our expectations out of the water. We expected, we thought that we would hit a thousand for a second, and that would be it. And we ended up sitting at about 1,200 for a little while. And there were a lot of cautions in the race. Our job was to fill the time there and make things work. So what I wanted to say is, though, when you see all these guys putting on these big events, Fox Sports putting on and televising races, you know, the replacement series, Ryan Vargas' series, Everything else that goes on, the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes is unbelievable. So if you're part of a league, if you're part of a group of guys at all races, go ahead and shoot a thank you over to your league manager, to your admin, to the guys that broadcast it. There is so much work that goes in behind the scenes. Everything you see on those broadcasts, all the overlays, everything that pops up on the screen, that all has to be custom made. Every single one of those things has to be made specifically for that track, for that event. There's so much work that goes in. There's really so much that goes in, and it was absolutely amazing. Thank you to Doug, Sean, Bonza as well uh, for helping out so much with that broadcast tonight. I want to give a public thank you to them. But for all those people that put in so much work, thank you to you as well. iRacing is needed in this time of absolute mayhem and craziness and fear. There's a lot of you know, worry and fear and terror in the world, and people are really scared about this this coronavirus, and now we can bring a little bit of joy into people's lives, and that was our goal tonight, and I, I think we did a good job of it. Uh, if you want to see a video of what announcing a race like that looks like, all the information that we're looking at as broadcasters, go ahead and go onto our Twitter, at Bottled Up Radio. I threw one video up. There's a couple more I have, but I have a huge TV that I'm watching the racing on. I have my laptop up that has the Discord um, where the producers communicating with us in text if you can't say something because we're talking we had driver information sponsor information all that on that screen I had a TV to my left a smaller TV to my left I had our production feed and what that is is that is what's going out to the broadcast but it's coming in even quicker than what is being put out the latency is almost zero it's so 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 fast for um for letting us see what we need to see in the, in the production feed. And then on the left, I had the, the stream chat. I had four screens going to keep track of everything. So if you want to see what that's like, what broadcasting a race is like, is it's not as easy as sitting and talking, um, which a lot of people, I guess, think it's not that simple. We had I had four screens going to just keep track of everything. So for this race that's coming up on Sunday, though, here is your entry list, 31 cars, uh... Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, Ross Chastain, Dale Jr., Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Ty Dillon, Clint Boyer, Greg Biffle, Chris Buescher, Kyle Busch, Bobby Labonte, Eric Jones, Matt DiBenedetto, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, Michael McDowell, Ryan Priest, John Hunter Nemechek, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Senhouse Jr., Jimmy Johnson, Garrett Smithley, Timmy Hill, Parker Kligerman, Alex Bowman, Landon Castle, Christopher Bell, Daniel Suarez, and drivers to expect, Quinn Hoff and Kevin Harvick. However, there are some cars that are going to be in a last chance qualifier. Another big list, 
Justin Allgaier, Brennan Poole, Justin Haley, Austin Sendrick, Sam Meyer, Tyler Ankrum, Cascola, Anthony Alfredo, our personal favorite, Todd, Gil Todd Gilliland, Jesse Awuji, Ryan Truex, Ty Majeski, Chandler Smith, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Stuart Friesen, Joey Gase, Kyle Weatherman, Scott Stenzel, Brendan Brown, Sheldon Creed, Ryan Ellis, Joe Graff Jr., Christian Eckes, Alex L uh, Lab, LeBay, Myatt Snyder, Chase Briscoe, Harrison Burton, Spencer Boyd, Jeb Burton, Derek Krause, Drew Dollar, JJ Yaley, and Ruben Garcia. Those are all people that will have to race their way in. Greg Biffle recently got at him. He's going to be racing at number 16. It is a clean-looking casserole scheme. Looks absolutely amazing. Anthony Alfredo is going to be in a Death Wish, or Black Rifle Coffee, excuse me, um, paint scheme that he's going to be running. It is a cool-looking scheme in and of itself. So if you want to see him make the race, make sure to tune in. Um, actually, I'm sorry. It's not Black Rifle Coffee. It's Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee is going to be on Anthony Alfredo's car alongside Anderson's Maple Syrup. But it is Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee, that's going to be on Anthony Alfredo's car. RCR has five cars that are trying to enter into that race. It's going to be a great one. About a million people tuned into the race last Sunday, and I hope we get a million more into the race tonight. That is going to do it for this week's episode of Bottled Up. You know where to find us on Twitter, at Bottled Up Radio. That's where we post. That's where you can keep track of it. If there's more Stafford stuff coming, and it's looking like there is, be sure to tune in there. I'm going to be talking about it there all the time. Go ahead over to Stafford's YouTube channel and give that video a view. Check out what we were doing tonight in that race. Let us know what you think. It was an awesome time broadcasting it. But... Until then, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.